listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 35 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode will feature part one of a three part story called Random Acts of Domination. The story was written in 2004 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2007, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, this story is entirely fictional. However, I am a real dominatrix, and you can serve me for real. Just visit my websites, dominatrix.st, for live servitude and all things BDSM, and hypnosis.st, for telephone sessions and all of my audio and video hypnosis recordings. And now, Random Acts of Domination, Part 1. I'm a Celebrity. Get me a drink. Synopsis. Two out-of-work female wrestlers and a cage pose a rigorous challenge for Evelina. It was celebrity night at the club. It was one of their regular promotions at this popular dance joint and really did draw the crowds. If any celebrity was in town, the management would pay them to show up, mingle, and generally attract a crowd. It seemed like no matter who the celebrity was, they drew their own cadre of loyal, starstruck fans. Some of the more cooperative entertainers would tend bar occasionally, and some would do a short act on stage. But mostly, it was a chance to get drunk, get laid, and make a few bucks for second-level celebs when they were in town. Instead of paying for a night out, they got paid for a night out. This particular night, among the second bananas from canceled television shows, musicians from wannabe or has-been bands, and stars of old television commercials were two recently fired lady wrestlers. Pro wrestlers were TV celebrities, too, and many had die-hard fans who would show up anywhere they appeared. But these two were really sexy. They had just been fired about a month or so before so both were a bit embarrassed by being there. But with their income stream stopped, they were both willing to take the cash. And it felt good being adored by a crowd, after all the fan mail suddenly stopped because they had been let go. Gail Choi was a short, big-breasted Korean-Canadian grappler with jet-black hair and a sexy fit body. She was known as a heel, a bad girl who punished her opponents with various painful submission holds and punishing martial arts chops. She had even been Federation's women's champ for a while. Her friend Lydia was a full-lipped, sexy, long-haired Hispanic beauty who had been known as a face, a good gal. 
She was known as a powerful puncher and had gotten her job as a wrestler through a reality show competition a couple of years ago. They both recently had their contracts canceled when their employer decided to head another direction creatively. But both were athletic, attractive, fit, and well-muscled, and because of that, turned out to be very popular with a young crowd in the nightclub. The two lady luchadores circulated freely around the bar, knowing they were the only female stars in a mostly female crowd gathered to see the evening's male celebs. But that also meant they had the pick of all the bi-girls in the house, and both seemed to be taking advantage of the situation. These groupies were there to hook up with a star, and it didn't matter if it was a man or a woman. Gail spotted a tall, attractive blonde sitting at a corner table and sat down. "'God, you're gorgeous!' the starstruck groupie used as her opening line. The Asian wrestler's eyes glowed with an absolutely predatory light as she, instead of answering, stroked the woman's cheek with her fingernails and erotically thrust her finger into the blonde's mouth. The girl giggled then groaned, as she ran her tongue around the Korean's finger, and then licked it as if it were a cock until the digit was withdrawn, with an audible, wet pop. Gail moved closer, and entwined her hand in the woman's long blonde hair and pulled it, forcing the groupie's head back, then covered her mouth with her own, sticking her tongue where the finger had been with similar electric results. The blonde moaned softly. As the Asian beauty broke the kiss, she licked the ear of the girl who was already flushed with erotic excitement. "'Buy me a drink, sweet thing,' she commanded, as she signaled a passing waitress. The smitten blonde fumbled with her wallet and handed the waitress a twenty and said, two shots of stoli in frozen glasses.' Just then, Gail's friend and fellow celeb for a night, Lydia, sat down at the table with her conquest du jour, a sultry Hispanic girl with smoldering eyes and a beautiful face. Lydia patted her affectionately on the ass as she was sitting down. "'What's up, Gail? This is my new best friend, Adancia,' she laughed. "'Looks like the same thing that is up with you, sweetie. This is, um... What is your name, hun? Brandy, the blonde responded. Brandy is my name, if it matters. Actually, it probably doesn't, hun. What say the four of us leave here, go to this little apartment I've rented a couple blocks from here? It's quiet, and I've got some great toys and a big steel cage there. You two girls can play slaves, and Lydia and I can play dominatrix. We've even got some costumes. Brandy and Adancia looked at each other and smiled lasciviously, then both nodded in approval. But first I've got to get my bag from the hat-check room, Adancia said, then got up to retrieve her purse with Brandy in tow. They giggled as they walked, excitedly talking about their upcoming sexy evening out with the two beautiful celebrities. As Gail and Lydia sat at the table, Waiting for the evening's entertainment to return, a number of club-goers, both male and female, briefly stopped to either say hi or ask for an autograph, and both grapplers complied. When over half an hour had gone by, Lydia turned to Kim and inquired, 
Should we go looking for those bimbos? Maybe they got lost in the ladies' room. They both laughed and pushed back from their table to begin their search. As they walked around the club, they noticed a big crowd gathered around a beautiful blonde woman and their dates for the night. They were pissed. The two sluts had only been gone thirty minutes, and already they had hooked up with another woman? These two bimbos belonged to them. They had already staked their claim for the night. The two athletes pushed their way through the crowd to see why such a large circle of clubbers had gathered around the trio. Evelina was seated at a table with a dancia and brandy seated across from her and had a large red crystal pendant suspended from a gold chain dangling from her hand and was swinging it slowly in front of the women who sat wide-eyed and silent watching the stone at the small table. As Gail and Lydia pushed closer, they could hear the blonde speaking to their dates. My dear little pet, you know you must gaze into the beautiful red crystal. Then you need to relax and clear your mind. I want you to keep staring at the crystal as it swings back and forth and spins in the light. Gaze into the light as you stare into the deep red hypnotic crystal, you feel all the self-awareness, all ego slipping away. It feels so wonderful to let go, to give up your own need to control to give up your own desire to be in charge. You are entering a helpless state of submission, where I will make every decision for you. All responsibility is taken from your shoulders, and you have only one purpose. And that purpose is to obey Mistress Evelina, to serve Mistress Evelina, to do just as she says, to surrender yourself to your mistress, to surrender, surrender, surrender. Everyone could see the two women were staring vacantly at the crystal as their expressions became more and more blank. That's it, girls. Just keep looking deep into my crystal and relax. We are alone. There is only the sound of my voice. All other sounds are so distant and so far away. There is only me, Evelina. None of the other people here have any meaning to you. You can see no one but me.
and nothing but my crystal, and you can only hear my soft, hypnotic voice as you drift deeper and deeper under my spell, deeper and deeper, so deep under my control. I control the crystal, and I control you. Surrender to me. The two lovely women sat, glassy-eyed, and stared into the crystal. Their expressions were totally blank. It was clear to the surrounding crowd that they were completely under Evelina's control. Gail asked one of the people gathered around the table, what was going on? Gail asked one of the people gathered around the table what was going on. These two girls were listening to that gorgeous blonde talking about hypnosis, and both of them said they couldn't be hypnotized. But look, I don't know what's going to happen now, someone replied. But it sure looks like they can be hypnotized. Evelina gestured with graceful hand movements, and both women obediently closed their eyes. Now completely under the mesmerizing spell of the beautiful blonde hypnotist. The crowd murmured, stunned by the skill Evelina had shown bringing the two under her sway so quickly. Stand up, girls, she instructed in a sultry, silken, irresistible voice. The two entranced women complied. Tell me, who is your mistress? You must tell me who controls you. You are goddess Evelina. You control us. The hypnotized duo replied in a puffy Amy Yumi unison. Evelina extended her hand toward the two. Kiss my hand, she commanded. The hypnoslaves again replied in concert. Yes, yes Mistress Evelina. And bowed, kissing her fingers adoringly. The two wrestlers turned toward each other, and anger clouded their faces. First, grimaced Gail, Vince fires us. Then we are humiliated by being greeters here at this lame-ass club to make a few bucks. Then this bitch steals our dates? Hypnosis my ass. These two sluts ditched us for this blonde, and I'm not taking any more shit today. Lydia's eyes burned with anger as she glared at Evelina. Let's show this cunt nobody horns in on our dates, Gail. She spat out in angry tones, quickly moving menacingly toward the hypnotist. But neither knew that Evelina was a highly experienced martial artist, so they attacked her as if she were some kind of stupid TV wrestling opponent. They expected her to turn and run in fear. However, with a deft move, a graceful turn, and a deadly series of kicks, Evelina quickly left the two well-muscled attackers slumped, semi-conscious, on the floor at her feet. The crowd cheered for Evelina, amazed at her speedy martial domination of the two professional athletes. With a wry smile on her face, the hypnotic goddess gave each of the two hypnotized girls a kiss on the cheek and whispered a few words in their ears, and then snapped her fingers. Immediately, the two woke up, 
looked around with wide, fearful eyes, and rapidly ran out of the club into the night. Evelina gathered up her belongings, and as the two defeated wrestlers recovered their senses, confidently the lovely hypnotist made the rounds of the club saying good-bye to friends. Then she, too, headed for the front exit. As Evelina walked down the street toward her car, parked under a street light, she didn't notice that Gail and Lydia had stealthily followed her, and just as she stopped to open the door of her car, Lydia struck her in the back of the head with a leather blackjack. Evelina fell to her knees. Then a cloth, soaked in chloroform, was placed over the blonde's nose and mouth. With a moan, Evelina slumped to the ground by the side of her car, unconscious. Had she been awake, she would have felt the two muscular women lift her into the trunk of their car and take her to their nearby apartment, and then handcuff her, spread-eagled to a large, strong wooden bed, after they had stripped her of her clothing. Each of her hands was secured to one of the bedposts, and her feet manacled to the foot of the bed, spread wide open. Lydia smiled at Gail and said, I'll go out and get us a bottle of vodka so we can have a little refreshment while we show this cunt she should not have crossed us. Wait here, baby. I'll be back soon. With that, the Latin luchadore left the apartment while Gail dressed herself in a leather cat suit, which she deemed a suitable costume for the domination of their helpless captive. This would be fun. Choi looked over at the delectable blonde as she started to stir, groaning as her mind struggled back to consciousness. She picked up two of her toys, a large dildo and a cat of nine tails, and walked toward her captive. Now, she said to no one in particular, we go to school. The sensual Asian gently let the tails of the leather whip drag erotically across the bare skin of the shackled prisoner, sensuously lingering on her voluptuous breasts, her taut belly, and between her legs. Evelina groaned as her eyes fluttered open. Pain shot through her head, centering on the spot where she had been hit with the leather blackjack. She quickly looked around the room, then up at the black-clad Asian dominatrix standing over her. She recognized that she was one of the women from the club. The sexy blonde tried to move her legs and immediately realized she was shackled to the bed. Evelina knew she was in trouble. To be continued.